Hail the dog. Here's to Scotland. To the music. Dancing. With. I with don't know. Yeah. everyone. Welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander and Men in Kilts on Stars. My name's Blake. You wouldn't catch me dead doing those dances. Wouldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Especially with all them people. I mean, I could do like the, the sword dancing if I'm doing it by myself or with like you. <laughs> but like dance with all them people. Except that's pretty much what we did when we used to do swing dancing lessons. Yeah, it was miserable. With everybody. I know. It was miserable. Sam would have to trick you. Probably like how he tricked Graham into having this whole big Yes, kind of like how you tricked on. me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there Lots is, of trickery going there's on. There's no chance I'd be dancing <laughs> with other people like that. I'm so dancing for me might be the most awkward existence on this planet. It's the worst thing. And yet I have so much of it videotaped of you that I, I just love it. Oh, and now, of course, goodness. in our dull moments, we can turn on Men in Kilts and rewatch Sam and Graham having a great time being awkward dances. So, so much dancers great awkwardness don't happening. <laughs> now, before we get into this episode, we're going to talk all things Men in Kilts music and dancing. We wanted to remind you that you can actually subscribe to our podcast. Yes. yes if you're watching us live right now, this is actually an audio-based podcast that you can find in Stitcher and Apple Podcasts and whatever podcast app you like. Just search the words Outlander Cast. You can also find Blake and myself on all social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. All you need to do is search Mary and Blake. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to thank our friends. If you are a Nerd Clan member, <laughs> right? Proudly Nerd Clan down in the comments below. These are the people who support us. We hopefully bring you some joy, some levity, especially in times like like this with COVID. So uh, feel free to check out jointhenerdclan.com if you want to uh, check out all the official extras that we have benefits like bonus episodes premium podcasts like keep calm and crown Island, and of course our book clubs for now let's get into the show Right, Blake, break down the details. Well, there are, again, there isn't much detail to break down. I know this is like just part of our thing that we do, but the only real detail to break down is the fact that it is entitled Song and Dance this episode, and they are focusing on the great history of song and dance in Scotland. And again, uh, as we talked in our pre-show before we started recording this podcast live with all the other people that are watching us uh, in the live what a good episode. Oh, a good really episode good. to just keep going and keep the train moving. I think there are some issues with it, but I'm I'm happy to go with it and I'm I, I really enjoy learning about the bagpipes and yes. the dancing and how how that all has evolved in Scotland and how it represents Scotland's history. 
in many different facets. So song and dance is the title. Love. That is that. Mav and your kilt rating for this episode. And for our friends joining in live, we would love for you to put your kilt rating on a scale of one to five kilts with one being the worst and five being a fantastic episode of television, the best. You are the worst. Um, I give this episode a 4.9. Okay. A 4.9. I loved this episode. I'll mention in a moment the one bad thing that kind of made me go, I mean, last episode was a five plus. Last episode... Sure. Just it was amazing, and I had so much fun. I mean, you just can't beat it. You're hanging out with Sam and Graham, learning about Scotland, seeing all the merriment. So solid four point nine. How about you? I'm giving this one a four seven. I enjoyed this episode quite a bit. It was not last episode, and I think that's fine. It. I think the reason why I struggled is because I feel like Sam struggled to engage with the music aspect of the show. My thought is that he, I think, enjoyed the dancing far more, despite okay. his protests, than the music aspect of it. It was, and there was also this planned funniness mm. about the show that yeah. it succumbed to in the first episode. But well, I think I'll get into that for in, in my GBG, Marvin. Your GBG for this episode. You're good. You're bad, and you're great. Yeah, we do this for every episode of our podcasts. Our good, our bads, and our greats. Oh, my camera's way off. Can you put me down a little bit? Sure. There you go. <laughs> there we go. There you are. More better. More I better. I look a wee bit fuzzy, but maybe um, it's just because of my glasses. No, no, it's so, not because of your glasses. I'm gonna take care of it right now. <laughs> so, um, my good for this episode was that I just love bagpipes. I mean, I love music. I'm a musician. I play the saxophone. Um, I, my dad wished that I played the bagpipes. It would have made all of his Scottish heritage dreams. We had come bagpipes true. at our wedding. We did, we did. So just to like continue to have the bagpipes a little bit more history on it. I mean, I could, I could honestly have a whole episode on bagpipes. I Absolutely. know not everybody could. I could totally. But, hey, yeah. maybe we'll make our own one day. In. in. <laughs> maybe that's what we should do when Men in Kilts is done and Outlanders and it's and it's Droughtlander again. Yep. We can maybe interview someone about how bagpipes are made. Um, <laughs> my bad was the scripted feeling came back. Yeah. Um, in, in episode one, there was a bit of a scripted feeling, particularly when they were rolling around in the barley or when they were cutting the peat and they were like, oh, should we just stop? Okay, yeah, they yeah. won't know. Like it was just obviously scripted for mm-hmm. funniness sake, which is fine. But I actually had a friend reach out to me this week who's watched Outlander, who has been thinking about, oh yeah, we still have our star subscription. Maybe we should check it out. And she said, but is it scripted? And I said, not all of it, but there are a few moments where you're like, oh man. And, you know, particularly when they had that banter where, where Sam was leading the marching band and then yes. they had to go and the band like awkwardly looked at them and then turned around. That felt awkwardly scripted. That just yeah. didn't flow for yeah. me. So that was my bad. But mind you, I still gave this episode a 4.9. Yes. I love this episode. You lerved it. Lerved it. And then my great <laughs> is I want to be dancing too. Like yeah. I wanted to be there. I wanted to be the lady in the green dress. Oh, I'm sure. pretty sure we all did, including you, Blake. Swishing and sashaying only to just hold hands with Graham. Well, that's what I mean. I just want to be in between Graham and Sam, but also being coordinated yes. enough that you can do all these dances. And look good while doing it. Yes, that yes. green dress. Dang. That green dress flowed Agreed. in the wind. Agreed. So how about you? What is your good, your bad, and your great for our, this episode? My good is uh, Graham's awkward hug with uh, his like distinct cousin with ian the bagpiper yeah and he's it's like a family reunion and and you it's just so funny it like he i don't know if this was filmed during like the covid aspect i don't think so i don't know because some of it has been filmed during the covid oh yeah yeah like uh 
when they did the cooking outside with the guy in the first episode, yeah. that was a reshoot. They came back and they filmed it in August. I didn't know that. Yeah, some of this stuff has been filmed was filmed recently. This makes a bit more sense. So it's almost like they they, they don't know if to embrace e- even like the handshaking is very awkward in the, this episode. Huh. So again, I don't know if that particular incident was filmed during the COVID aspect of it all. As a matter of fact, you can also see Sam's hair change too. Okay. Uh, from from not necessarily scene to scene, but just like the volume of it. Some of it's like down, some of it's up, and it, I don't know, I feel like that hairstyle only changes over a big period of time, not day to day. Yeah, well, and of course, for those of you who don't know, like, television, particularly in this sense, it's not filmed continuous. It's not filmed, like, in sequence that we see on the show. And if you do read the book Clanlands, which Blake and I are covering in our podcast, you know, you really see that aspect where they they make it look like it's all done in one day or so for the television. But like you said, it is just these big puzzle pieces where they probably did have to come back and film in different times. So now that I know that some bits were filmed during COVID, whereas the majority was not, now we're going to have eagle eyes. Yeah, exactly. Like, obviously the dancing wasn't right no no that was definitely with the band and everything like that so okay i'm gonna keep my eye on this now interesting so i don't know it's just it's a very awkward like graham puts his hand on his shoulder and like is like do i hug you do i not hug you you're my family but you're not my family like it, it, it was just it's a, a fun sweet joke. moment. Yes. It's a, I love the moment. But you didn't know if it was the COVID of it all where right. he was like, oh, I just touched you. Yes. Oh, am I supposed to do Where's that? Where's the Purell? <laughs> Where's okay. the bleach? So, but that was your good was just that moment that yeah. was fun. I mean, yeah. welcome to being Scottish. Right, exactly. Anytime I tell people like, oh, yeah, I'm Scottish. They're like, no way, me too. Let's figure out if we're related. And I'm like, well, I literally have a book with my entire family tree. <laughs> right. So let's, let's go. Let's do this. Uh, let's the bad go. for me. Like you, Mary, was the planned funniness. It's okay to write comedy if you're a good comedy writer. When you write bad comedy, it sticks out like a sore thumb. And I I actually liked the funniness of Sam acting like a child with the thing. I thought that was Yeah, the marching was great. But then the the whole, okay, I'm going to walk off and do the thing. And then when Sam has to confront them later on, be like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Like, come on. No, you didn't. It, like you intentionally were acting like a dink. Don't be disingenuous. Dink, D-I-N-K, just for those of you who may wonder. He's not saying anything terrible. Yeah. This is a Bostonian term, meaning like a fool. <laughs> D-I-N-K. It's very, very true. Very true. Uh, yeah, so it, it, you were, you're being very intentional. Don't play it off like you were just acting like an idiot. And, and then you can't have it both ways. You can't have it looked, you can't have it look spontaneous, but then intentional at the same time it's mm. it none of it was spontaneous no. and none of it was intentional oh, all of it was intentional so that was my bad and my great my great are the little bits that we're seeing now that we have read the book <laughs> I know what you're <laughs> and we're say. seeing some aspects from the book yes. that are coming into the show that in the show they're played off like hey it's normal but in the book we know way better because yes. they went into it point being the rock that graham sits on when, when Gillibree shows up and it's a totally fake rock. We know that because that's what's said in the book. And the way that Sam's uh, Graham sits on it, it like moves yes. like a back and forth, like it's empty and hollow. 
Because it is. Like literally he's sitting there saying, oh, I'm eating Sam's porridge, which we know wasn't true. Because in the it. book, he, he says he doesn't want to eat it. It makes it look like they came out of the tent, but really right. they didn't sleep in the tent. No, they were sleeping at a hotel the other day, like that <laughs> night, and they just showed up with the van. And then he stands up because we're just coming over, and there's no rock in the first shot. Right. And then suddenly Graham is sitting on a massive fake rock. Yeah, I don't know. It just it just materializes <laughs> it's, like it's like it's in the Avengers. It's the magic of television. So if you're not reading the book, you're not going to be noticing these things. Read the book. Right. Um, but you're right. Now we're getting to this point where we're like, oh, we get these little behind the scenes things. Right. And it's really fun. And as I said earlier, we're realizing because of the book, you know, these puzzle piecings where things were done in different orders, right, right. which just naturally has to happen with film. Absolutely. And the other the other fun part of it, too, is that we just finished, if you are keeping up with the podcast, chapter 11 of Clan Lands called Rocking the Boat. And wouldn't you know, the title of this episode opens up with Sam and Graham in a boat and Sam rocking the boat. So it was just one of those things where I really enjoyed seeing these aspects Mm -hmm. in the show that we are going through in the book now. And it feels, it feels more, the book feels more like a companion to the, to the show and vice versa now. So that was my great. Love it. So what else stands out to you, Mary, uh, in, in this, uh, episode of men and kilts well i just first need to restate my love for the bromance between sam and graham sure not only their bromance and their just love for each other but the natural funny banter that they have the natural just back and forth yeah, it's better than the, anything in the van yes yeah. just being in the van like it's better than anything that could be scripted you know obviously they might have some talking points here or there but it's just i just want to be a fly on the van forever you know i want <laughs> men and kilt season two like signed and delivered and set up so i can just spend more times because these episodes are so short and they i've said it before it's like, like just a little dessert just a little right. morsel you know to satiate you to make you have some fun but to start off with them singing the Skyboat song. Oh, perfection. And I mean. The way that Sam was doing it, too. Just like busting balls a little bit and Grammy like, stop it. Don't. Don't do it. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. And just every Outlander fan, like, did anyone else start singing along? Because I did. Of course. Right? Of course. Like, you're like humming along as well. and you. <laughs> It's one of those things you can't help. You can't help it. As soon as you hear it, you got to do it. Yep. Have to. If you don't do it, you're a dork. You know, it was funny as we watched this episode with our kids. And right away, so Sam and Graham, they're on that little rowboat. And our our son goes, oh, that's Loch Ness. Right. Isn't that crazy? That's where Nessie lives. Yeah. He could tell by the castle, one of our dear friends and uh, Outlander cast staff members, and she gave our kids um, a book about Loch Ness. And what do you know? That kid studied that like ruined castle. <laughs> that he just needed to see that. Word for word, <laughs> picture by picture. It's <laughs> great. Agreed. I, I will say though, just you know, for you know, the sake of posterity, the stuff in the van you can tell is not scripted. It's just them two riffing on each other, whether it is them singing the Flintstones song or whatever. I really appreciate the show for those moments. Mm -hmm. And the moments of like when they're dancing and they're doing the sword dancing. (laughs) They're terrible at it. Awful. Oh, but giving great effort. Poor Graham. Poor Graham. Just doing his best to just keep up. And I just saying, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Because he kept kicking the sword. And you're dead. You're dead. You know, you're you're wounded. And he. 
genuinely gets embarrassed because he's so excited Sam sucks too mm -hmm. that <laughs> he realizes, oh, I probably shouldn't be saying this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I really empathized. I absolutely empathized with Graham in this moment because if I was expected to do a dance like this, just off the cuff, in this like half tuxedo, half kilt thing yeah. with these shoes that you know aren't broken in, they ain't their shoes, it, it would be misery. You know ain't their shoes. It ain't their shoes. And you have this woman who's a professional making you look like an absolute toolbox <laughs> oh, she was like, "This is this is basic. This will be easy." Yeah, it's th these are no. for the these are for the five year olds. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! Oh my god, these it was so five -year -olds. cute. So cute. How did you like seeing Gillibri again? Gillibri is really cool. It just knowing that he was um, oh, what was his name? It's it was a, a Gwil and the Bard. In season one, yeah. it's really cool just to see that guy back and hear him talking about. I remember this point in the book too, learning more about um, the Gallic and how that is more present in, in is still big and vibrant in the Highlands. How that is permeating through the Highlands and becoming bigger with more funding and everything. And I, I think an issue that I take with this episode is it suffered from the same thing that the first episode f suffered from, which is it, we're just moving so quickly. Yes. You want it to be an hour. You want to spend more time. I don't know if it's, I need it to be an hour. I, I think I just need less things to happen. See what I'm saying? Like, I think the half hour is a good amount of time. Okay. I think the half hour is a good time. But you're saying it should have just been just music and delve a bit more into the Gaelic and the singing or the bagpipes and how yeah. they were made or whatever, all that kind of stuff. I can appreciate that. I can yeah. appreciate that. And then like how the guy just is like, yeah, I got a song for every occasion. Just starts belting out this song. And there was also this funny moment that you could tell was edited in that, uh, th you know, Dillabreeze is singing and then it cuts to these big panoramic views of Scotland and everything. Mm -hmm. And you hear Sam and Graham's voice at the same time. So implicit in that is that they start singing at the same time. The problem though, is that when they cut back, you can tell that Sam is trying to like kind of sing, but he's totally screwing they, like, it up. They needed to listen to that track four times yeah. and then they added it in post. Absolutely. Okay. That's what happened. <laughs> I love it. It's a, you know, you know that feeling that when you're singing a song and you think you know that song really well and you got all the words yep. and all of a sudden the words just stop and you're, you're like, that's what, yeah, that's exactly what was happening with Sam at that moment. I laughed out loud at that. I thought that was hysterical. Oh my goodness gracious. And of course, neither guy can sing nor can they dance. No, no. So. They cannot sing or dance. It's and, all good. And Graham even says this, like, I'm absolute ball out, completely awful. <laughs> <laughs> he is my spirit animal. I love him. Graham is the best. We, of course, go to... Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Down Down Castle? Dune, Dune, Dune Castle. Dune Castle, which yep. is the location that they filmed for Castle Leoc, of yes. course. And this is where we get to meet um, Ian McGillery, who yeah. is this bagpiper from, and also the youngest laird in Scotland. Like awesome. He looks like he's fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen. I mean, with like I wouldn't a, say with a beard. Maybe like yeah. twenty-three. Sure, whatevs. It's all the same. I mean, his beard Stats is quite nerds. thick. 
And then <laughs> ain't that thick. Yeah, that's when they kind of figure out like we may be related. I think we are. Well, related. they are related because Graham's uncle is related to this other guy's uncle. Like somehow awesome. it's whatever. They're, they're somehow family. And welcome I, home, Graham. I think Graham is genuinely touched by that moment where he's like, "Oh my gosh." We are related somehow. Like that's mm-hmm. that's great. That, that's was like he, a Rhode was Island he more thing. touched or was he more excited that he's related to the Laird? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Does that mean I can come back here? Yeah. <laughs> Do I get the Laird treatment? Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, but I feel in that moment, and for those of you who are not from Rhode Island, you don't understand this. I mean, most people are not from Rhode Island. I know what I'm saying is you don't understand it necessarily, but everybody in Rhode in Rhode Island because it's such a small state, they're all freaking related. And they all know each other one way yeah, or another. Yeah, they're either they don't they're not all related, but they all know each other. And like you could go in the middle of nowhere and see some jabroni coming out of the woods. You'd be like, "Hey, Jimmy, what's going on, Jimmy? I haven't seen you in a couple of years." Like, that's Rhode Island. And this was a moment between yep. the bagpiper guy and Graham that was a, a definite Rhode the Island. The thing that moment. we actually say about Rhode Islanders is that you can leave Rhode Island and wherever you go on vacation or you move to, you are going to find another Rhode Islander that you know. Yeah. Like I was climbing Mount Washington. Yeah. I was on the cusp of it, dreaming of a whoopie pie. <laughs> and what do you know? The guy coming up next to me, who was not panting like I was, just running up, he was a drummer for my jazz band. Hey, Mary. And I was like, what is Oh, man. Now I need to move. What are we doing? Right? <laughs> but it's like that. Then, of course, so we move on. What, before oh. we continue, I do want to... Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it was because of COVID, but would you have kind of liked to have seen Sam and Graham play the bagpipes? Just to see what it looked like. Oh. Just to see what happens. I, that yes. is something I would like to have seen. Maybe, though, they were prevented from doing that because of the COVID of it all. Notice that the whole thing takes place outside. They kind of stand far apart from each other until he touches his shoulder, the whole thing. Oh, my god! Just throwing that out there. Good point. Food for thought. But then they could have given him, like, the the practice thing, the canter, like, just the the wooden bit. But anyway. But I agree. I would have liked that. See, if if we had our dream world, if the fans got to tell stars how many episodes you want, we'd have just, like, doubled the amount of episodes. Sure. Full episode, just bagpipes. Yep, just bagpipes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we actually get to go out with the uh, the pipe band. Yes. The yes. Glencore's pipe band. Uh, and this was an interesting thing, too. And I and I think, again, this is where Sam probably struggled a, a little bit. It I felt like he, he did was, a good job of just being jolly. felt like he was having a hard time engaging with the material. Just felt like it. I don't know. Just I'm not marching, saying, you mean, was difficult? No, no, no. No, just like it, it, it was almost the sense that I got from it when Sam was asking questions and uh, trying to engage with the band members or whatever. It was as if it was just like, okay, I don't get any of this. That was the scripted bit. You're all a bunch bored. of nerds it, and I don't know no. how to interview you. <laughs> oh, on Sam. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was just the part where I was like, I'm a little bored here. You know, just a wee bit bored, but it's yep. okay because the rest of the episode I enjoyed and I still enjoyed it overall. Yep. Vicky here suggests that them playing the bagpipe would have sounded like a strangling a cat. But I kind of would have loved and to hear it. That's exactly what I want to hear. Quietly. Yeah. Like sure. volume down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear get like the full effect. volume, yeah. I, but I want to see it and I want to get a taste of it. I want to see them totally struggle. I want to see them try to like fill the thing up with air. That'd be awesome. (laughs) Maybe in season two, we'll get that. Is seeing Sam Graham turn red? You know, Graham's bald head would be flaming fire. They could have had another competition. Like who can 
actually play notes. Yeah, exactly. That would have been fun. That would have been a fun thing. Someone, someone on the crew needs to start listening and taking notes because I'm telling you, <laughs> we we can have a whole <laughs> thing. Oh, actually, uh, there was a video posted today of Graham pretending to play the bagpipes. Quite funny, people are saying. Oh, wow, so, cool. All right, excellent. There's just so much... Linda on Instagram is also saying that I feel like a lot ends up at the cutting room floor, um, on the cutting room floor. So yes, yes. I guess on Graham's Instagram, you can see this, uh, this bagpipe playing. So, and it was it Sam that, well, Graham asks, Hey, do you know who wrote green sleeves and say, was it Sam that said it was Elton John? Yes. I mean, it was joking. <laughs> I know, but still, it's like Elton John. I love that that's who he chose, though, that's, to that's be like his completely outrageous, like, let me just pick someone bizarre. Oh, Elton John. it's so funny, Elton John. But of course, the reality of it all is that it is written by King Henry VIII for Anne Boleyn. That is a fact that I actually taught you, yes, Marvin. Yes, you did. I taught you that many, many year ago when we were watching The Tudors. Another oh, good show. Goodness, I love The Tudors. Love the tutors. You know what I don't love? What's Dancing near swords. Is your shoe like steel tipped? Is there protection in case you slip? Like you, oh, you step man. on a sword that's slippery and then you can get cut. Yeah. Or you could just like kick it. I mean, for people like me who have very, very poor depth perception, that would not be the type of dancing that yeah, I would want to do. Especially with swords that, that they're like, yeah, these are really sharp. These aren't no dull swords. These are real going to battle slitting no, heads off shop. And they just Scottish dance people don't. Them. They don't play around. They throw heavy Mm-mm. rocks. They, they dance with swords. <laughs> they throw tree logs. Like, listen, you just don't come mess. You go to one of those parties, and that's what they're doing. Right. They're throwing rocks and tree stumps, dancing on dancing swords. Dancing your swords. <laughs> if invaders came during a Kaylee, they'd be like, "Oh my god, these what people are, are preparing for war." <laughs> <laughs> it's like that guy that was in World War II, storming the beach, playing a bagpipe. The Germans don't even shoot at him because they're like, that guy's crazy. I that really happened? Yeah, that's what they were talking about. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was lost for a hot second. I thought yeah, you were telling me a different story. No, no. They, that's what they talked yes, about. Yes. And I, you can imagine invading armies in the middle of a Kaylee. We're like, nope. 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 All Turn set. around. You don't got to go home, but we can't stay here. Amen. <laughs> Let's go to Spain. <laughs> we'll figure that out there. Then we get the non-COVID dance party. Uh, yes. Yes. And I... Loved the awkwardness of it because I suffer from horrible awkwardness at dance parties like this, uh, especially you don't do watching the Macarena. Oh God, no! And especially I, I do am, they even do that anymore? I have no idea. Do they still do the electric slide? I mean, it was the electric slide, the Macarena, yeah, the um, cha cha slide. I don't know. That, that's a relatively new addition. You got the chicken dance, Cupid shuffle. The Cupid shuffle. There you go. That's and there must called. be something now that the kids do that we don't know. Yeah, whatever. Some stupid TikTok dance. We, I we, don't know. That's what it would be. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, I like the awkwardness of it, but there was a beauty to the filming of this mm-hmm. aspect, too, with the slow motion and seeing Sam's great faces as he's trying to maneuver throughout yes. all of this and Graham just trying to keep up. And he's like, oh, my God, my my back. To you, I can't see what we're doing. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Jesus, like that would be me. Yeah, that would, that would totally be me. I did love though with the whole dance party, just seeing the band there mm-hmm. and the merriment. I know this sounds silly. I feel the same way when I watched the Hogmanay episode and the flashbacks that yeah. with with Jamie and everybody. I I just miss people. <laughs> I miss dancing. I miss bands. 
I miss going to the bar. I miss all of these things. And watching this felt like one day, one day I'll be able to go to a Kaylee and, yeah. and dance and maybe hold hands with Sam and Graham. I don't know. And just let go of your British and Scottish reserve. Just just let go. Just do it, just man. Get just in go all in. Damn it. <laughs> but maybe, maybe one day, Blake, we'll be at a Kaylee. Uh, Let's maybe. put it on our like vision board. Sure, yeah. We'll vision that right up. Vision it right up. I love it. Why not? Um, yeah, there's there's an inherent beauty to that, and I also like the fact too that Sam it, like has to quit <laughs> for a minute. Be like, yeah, yeah, my shoe got untied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Let me let me tie Once my again, shoe. Once again, they probably weren't their own shoes. Yeah, so who right. Knows? <laughs> yeah, keep, yeah, keep going, keep dancing, there, Graham. Yeah, good job. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's exactly what's happening. I love uh, it. Excellent stuff. And then, of course, the the last shot that the first thing that you played here in yes. our episode is how we end right. with the two. And as Sam is just talking. If you rewatch this bit, Graham is like starting to talk or maybe he's just so tired that he can't talk <laughs> because he's like mouthing a little bit here and there and you just hear. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> and then they just both drink. Like, yeah. It's so cute and so exhausted that I just loved that moment. I do like how the end of the episodes are ending with this motif of them sharing a flask. Sharing a dram, Sam and Graham uh, together, and a dram. You know, and they they did it in the last episode. They did it in this episode. I hope it's something that continues for the next, Agreed. you know, six or seven, however many there are left of uh, of men in kilts. So that's a that's a fun little mm-hmm. that's a fun little thing to to end on. So that is that. Anything else you want to say about this episode, Marvin? That's really it. We're just enjoying having this this free time with filled with men in kilts yeah. i mean we're, we're obviously missing outlander so happy that it's filming and of course the re-watching and blake's re reading voyager but to have fresh material in just a different way where outlander is still sprinkled in you mm-hmm. know we get the little shots to remind us of where things are from in different scenes like we did when Gilbert was was singing. We got to have right. those little callbacks to Outlander. It's just lovely. It's and, lovely. And the even including the little Outlander bits in the show, whether it was, you know, Sam and Cat getting it on mm-hmm. at Dune Castle many, 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 many times, or even seeing uh, Stephen Walters as Angus uh, when he is talking with Cat. Or oh my God, or, I forgot that that was in the episode, and our kids watched it with us. That's true. That yeah. went quickly, right? That did go quickly. Yeah. Um, and I was just about to say that I, I enjoy watching this this show with our kids because it teaches them about their roots mm-hmm. and it's a special thing to have for them. And yes, there was that little bit of sexy time, but I but it was I think it went over their heads. I think it went over their heads too, and it was it was very nondescript. It wasn't. It was just two people kissing. Really, that's what it was. And so what? They see people I kiss all the time. I think that's when our little Les said, "Are they married?" Yeah, and and our son went, "Ew." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Uh, but seeing Angus, dude, I miss Angus and Rupert mm. in the worst way. That is something I just on a, another commentary. The show misses desperately Outlander. They they miss the the brotherhood aspect of what the first of couple two. of seasons yes. gave, especially with Angus and Rupert. Uh, and seeing Angus be like, okay, now we're talking. Now let's get drinking. Like it's just. It's like the good old days. I mean, it's just like you think back to maybe your college years in life where you lived in the same dorm room and you had your buddies and you would go to lunch and you would go to classes and you'd go to parties. Like that was in Outlander, Jamie's youth. And those were his buddies and his coming of age years and stuff. And 
Luckily, for most of us,、uh, our college buddies are not killed in war,、yep. um, <laughs> in Culloden, or the wars leading up to that.、Yep. But yeah, I I hear you. I miss. I think that that's part of what I treasure in the early. The early episodes, as yeah. Well. Again, I'll say it again. I treasure a lot in the early. Yeah,、episodes. you do,、uh, especially that that scene in the wedding when Claire is just. Oh, mine's just when she's like bandaging him, and she's ooh. <laughs> or、yeah. or or when you know she's just taking just a look at the goods during the wedding. Everything Take, takes everything off, and she's just touching it. Like, That's mine. Oh, <laughs> that's mine too.、Um, yeah, there, there's.、Uh, There's a lack of, I think, that stuff in Outlander. But again, I'll say it again. I said it before last episode. Guys being dudes. That's what you kind of miss in Outlander. Guys being dudes. Now it's so very、um, quick, and there's little time, very little time, to dedicate to a scene like Graham singing, you know, riding horses. You probably don't get that kind of scene. Uh, in, I mean, you do, in, but I appreciate what you're saying. Yeah, the dude aspect is there's there's the next class of the dudes. We've got the bromance going on between Ian and Roger. There's just a new class of dudes, and、right. that's okay. Yeah, just not the same. It's not the same dudes because those dudes are dead. No, but like the I, yeah, whatever doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs>、uh, yeah, anything else you want to talk about this、uh, episode, Marvin? No, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. As I said, I'm just really having a blast hanging out with the Sam and Graham in the off season of Outlander. Yep. For those of you who do not read Clanlands, please make sure that you're listening to the Outlander Cast podcast as we are covering that book. So even if you're not reading it, know、yep. that we're covering it, and, and we'll we're covering you, it pretty extensively. Yeah, we'll give you the cliff notes, and by the cliff <laughs> notes, we'll pretty much tell you everything. <laughs>、uh, Gloria here asks on Facebook, "When do you think Duncan will make an appearance?" I don't know. And not I don't know soon enough. I、yeah. cannot wait for that moment. I look forward to seeing Gary Lewis. Hashtag spoilers. But he might not. But he like, may not. That's the thing is that we just saw this rowing. So those of you who are reading the book, we're sitting here and we're like. All right, what's going to make it in and what's going to make it out? If as- they don't include Duncan, I'll be a, I won't be upset, but I'll think that's a missed opportunity. We'll see. I hope that they do. I can't. Maybe、wait. he wasn't presentable. <laughs> you know he wasn't presentable. You know he was out there drinking with his unnamed Irish friend in the book. <laughs> He's just chasing sheep. <laughs> oh gosh, I love Duncan McQuaid. <sighs> On that、oh, note,、too. let's close out the show. Let's do it. <laughs> So much, so so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Outlander Cast. Really, it's it's been such a joy to delve into Clanlands and to hang out more with Sam and Graham,、yep. and now in Men in Kilts. And what makes it even nicer is that every episode that we get to discuss with you. Is like a Kaylee over the internet. Oh, look at you! We're just having merry. We're just watching things that make us happy, relishing those moments together, sharing them. If you're joining us in the live watching conversations, or if you're emailing us, know that we treasure you, our listeners, so yes, so very much. Yes, absolutely. And another good thing, part about all this too, is that we're pumping out content, man. What we, I mean, we are pumping these episodes out left and right, and I'm so happy to just be back. I'm, I'm happy to. You know, we took a a little bit of a break there for、uh, you know a little bit. We did like an episode a month for a while, and now we're back and we're pumping this thing out and we're interacting with you guys and being here. 
I'm so excited, so excited to do that. And of course, another way that you can get in touch with us too is in our exclusive Facebook group. Yes. Most of you are probably already members at uh, the uh, Outlander Cast Clan Gathering. I ask you and I, and I suggest to you to join the Mary and Blake Facebook group. Yes, tons of Outlander things are happening there, but also other things that all of you nerds love all together. There are being talked about. It's not focused on just one thing, and it has really given a beautiful sense of community for all the things that we love together. If you love something and you want to talk about it, it doesn't matter what it is. Bring it up. Chat about it. Have fun. We're here. And the Mary and Blake group, uh, Facebook group is there for you yes. for that. So if you are on Facebook, join it. Mary and Blake. You just search that. You'll see the group popping up. We'd love to have you there. On that note, my name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake. And you have been listening to Outlander Cast. <laughs>